Don't you know that your faith is the only way to grow your relationship with God? And your faith starts by proclaiming what you know. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Good morning. Well, are you starting to get in the Christmas spirit already? Yeah, me too. And, you know, talking about this week, Texas has got to be the only place in the world where it can be 80 degrees in the day and 30 degrees that night. That's unbelievable. Now, do you, do you remember back in the summer when it was so hot? We came up with a few, uh, you know, it's so hot jokes. You remember that? Remember the one that says, you know, uh, it's so hot the chickens are hatching hard-boiled eggs? Remember that one? Well, let me tell you something. It was cold on Thursday. How cold was it? I'll tell you how cold it was on Thursday. It was so cold. Our coffee shop was serving coffee on a stick. I'm telling you, it was cold last Thursday. It was so cold, I saw a lawyer with his hand in his own pocket. <laughs> okay, I, I got to apologize. I got to apologize to my attorney friends. Uh, but I'll probably get sued anyway. You know. Okay, here's the best one. It was so cold. It was so cold, Pastor Dan's hair stood up all by itself. <laughs> I'll probably pay for that one. Okay, well, I want to tell you something. There, there's a few things that I've learned in business over the years that I believe is, is helpful, that's helpful to apply in our spiritual lives as well. And, and one of those things is, is that when you get to a place where you just don't know what to do, then what you do is you go with what you know. You see, if you needed someone to teach you trigonometry, you wouldn't come to me. I can barely spell it, and I certainly couldn't help you with it. Because I have no personal experience in that subject from which to draw on. Now, on the other hand, if you have a product that you wish to take to market, I'm just going to bore you to death with all my opinions and my stories of experiences that I've had in that area. So when we come under spiritual attack, and our faith is challenged, and we don't feel very spiritual, and we fall into doubt and fear about our life and where it's going, 
the best thing that we can do is to return to our past experience where our faith was strong and draw from those times when we heard from God or when we felt His hand on our life or when we witnessed His miracles. Now, now there's nothing wrong with listening to others to encourage you and to strengthen you. And that's great too, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. But it doesn't compare with you reminding yourself of what you know. And if you'll just stop and think about what you know, it'll change everything. Because don't you know that God is alive and He's a ruler over heaven and earth? And don't you know that the Word of God is true and it's His guidebook for living? And don't you know that Jesus Christ was sent from God the Father to show us how to live? And His death and His resurrection is the reason we're saved and we can have a relationship with God. And don't you know that through His Holy Spirit, God can live in us and influence how we live and how we think and how we serve our purpose? Don't you know that Jesus is coming again? Don't you know that your faith is the only way to grow your relationship with God? And your faith starts by proclaiming what you know. You see, we all know these things. We haven't forgot them. And once we stand on what we know, then we become like that centurion I was telling you about a few weeks ago. He was convinced that Jesus could heal, and he saw no reason for him to go to his house to do it. He said, Lord, just speak the words, and it'll be done. And when we can do that, we can start to connect the dots again. And then anything becomes possible. Because if God is in control and his word is true, then there's certainly hope for me and for my situation. Sometimes you may feel like your faith is weak. But when you go with what you know, your faith will surely grow. And that's when something good will happen in Jesus' name. God has made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. Depression, fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. Stay right there because He's promised to get you through it. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I was going to ask you, has anybody had a bad day lately? <laughs> I thought so. Okay, well, well, here are the top ten ways to know you're having a bad day. Okay, you ready for this? Top ten ways to know when you're having a bad day. Number ten, when your twin sister forgets your birthday. <laughs> Number nine... You know you're having a bad day when it costs more to fill up your car than it did to buy it. That's right. Number eight. You're having a bad day. You call your wife and tell her you'd like to eat out tonight. And when you get home, you find a sandwich on the front porch. <laughs> Number seven. It's a bad day when the bird singing outside your window is a buzzard. 
Number six, your doctor tells you you're in excellent health for someone twice your age. It's a bad day. Number five, you're having a bad day when your children's school calls to surrender. <laughs> Number four, it's a bad day when you have to borrow from your Visa card to pay your MasterCard bill. <laughs> Number three, you're having a bad day when you put both contact lens in the same eye. I've been there. <laughs> Number two, you know you're having a bad day when you see a film crew from 60 Minutes waiting outside your office. And the number one way to know that you're having a bad day, when your car horn sticks and you're on the freeway behind 32 Hells Angels on motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> okay, but let's face it. We all have a few of those days. And in fact, it's pretty normal to have a bad stretch where things aren't going well. And some of you could even be having some of those times right now. But you know what? All of us as Christians, we have an amazing arsenal of weapons available to us to fight and overcome whatever comes our way. And we know that it's there. But so often, we don't unleash the power that's right there for us to use. And what I'm talking about are the promises of God. You see, God always tells the truth. He always does exactly what He says. And He said He'd do a lot of things for us. And there are well over a thousand promises in His Word that we can rely on to help us deal with our struggles. And all His promises are true. But here's the key. What many people don't realize is you have to remind God of His promises. And you might think that's a strange statement. Why would we have to remind God of anything? Well, we remind God of His promises because God wants us to. Not because He can't remember what He promised, but because God wants us to know what He promised. Most of the great characters in the Bible reminded God of the promises that he had made. David, Abraham, Moses, all of them, they cried out to God for him to deliver on his promises. And you know what? He always did. So we have this huge advantage in life in the form of God's promises, but the Word shows us that we have to go after them, that we have to get his attention. You know, you, you, you know the scriptural phrase that we've heard our whole life, all the promises of God are yes and amen. I know you like that when you use it often. Well, I never bothered to really grasp what that line meant. But when you read that whole passage, it gets clearer. Here's what it says. For no matter how many promises are made, they are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. And what I learned is amen is one of the few words that means the same in Hebrew as it does in English. It means to agree or to, to acknowledge that it's true, like so be it or it is so. So what this means to us is that through Christ, all his promises are true. So when we remind God of his promises, Christ responds and says yes. And then we say amen. We've got it. 
I claim your promise in Jesus' name. Now, you may say, well, I pray and I read the Word, and sometimes I still don't feel like He's listening. Well, you know, the Word also shows us that there are times when God allows us to feel like He's not listening. But that's when God is testing you to see if you'll trust Him and His promises no matter how you feel. That's when He wants you to cry out, God, where are you? And that's when you can remind Him that He promised He would never leave nor forsake us. And that's when you can remind Him that He promised He would inhabit the praises of His people. And that's when He wants to come through. And that's when He has to come through. Because all His promises are true. Dwight Moody once, once said, God never made a promise that was too good to be true. Our God is an interactive God. He's made promises to you for everything that you could be going through today. It could be depression. It could be fear, grief, heartbreak, worry, failure. It doesn't matter. He's promised to get you through it. What an amazing gift His promises are for us to stand on, for us to hold on to, and for us to remind God of. All His promises are true. Say that with me. All His promises are true. Listen to this one that the Lord Himself made. He said, There are many rooms in my Father's house. And I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if it wasn't so, I would tell you. And when everything is ready, I'll come. I'll come and I'll get you. So that you can be where I am. What a promise. Aren't you glad they're all true? Because this one... It tells us that no matter what happens, everything's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Have you ever made a really bad decision? We all have made mistakes, but thankfully they are not the end of our story. Coming up next, learn how to avoid bad decisions in the future. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. I want you to say this verse with me. Let's go. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
And of course, in the King James Version, it uses mercy instead of love. And, uh, and I want to talk about this for a moment. How many recognize where this verse comes from? Of course, it's the 23rd Psalm. It's the one that starts with, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, this verse is the last verse of that passage in Psalms. Well, it so happens that I've become obsessed with this verse of Scripture this week. And have you ever had that happen to you? Whenever uh, something gets in your head and you just can't get it out? It's like a catchy jingle in a commercial that just won't go away? Well, that's been Psalm 23.6 for me this week. I, I've been accused of having an, an obsessive personality at times. I, I'd like to think that uh, I'm not as much anymore at this stage of my life, but I have to believe that if you're going to be obsessive about something, it's, uh, it's probably best to be obsessive about the Word of God. Uh, do you agree with that? Well, good. I was getting worried about myself. Okay. Well, anyway, while reading the Word recently, this verse just stopped me and just became an endless fountain of faith and inspiration. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And just so you know, Shirley is not a woman named Shirley. Shirley, in this case, means it's not maybe or perhaps goodness and mercy follows us. But surely, definitely, goodness and mercy follow us. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. One of the revelations I had with um, Psalms 23 this week was that we don't have to chase after God's goodness and mercy. You know why? Because it says God's goodness and mercy follows us. It pursues us. As we follow Jesus, the good shepherd, and he leads us, then his goodness and mercy are like the rear guard. They're like the the trained, experienced uh, sheepdogs. They're ready to pull up at any moment we find ourselves in need of these attributes of the Lord. Well, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. As long as I have breath and breathe, not one day will I have to worry about being without God's goodness and mercy. Now, some of you are thinking by now, you know, man, he, he really is obsessed with that scripture. Let me explain something to you. God's goodness is getting things we don't deserve. And God's mercy is not getting what we do deserve. Can you see what an amazing promise this is? Surely goodness, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. You know, sometimes, sometimes you just, you need to take all your theological positions, all your religious preferences, and just put them aside and say, I'm going to stand on this word today. Surely goodness and mercy. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. 
It doesn't matter what's going on in my life, good or bad. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I'm sick and I'm worried about that doctor's report, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When I've lost my job, I don't know how we're going to make it. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. And when I'm blessed with good fortune, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. When our grandson is dedicated to the Lord, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Listen, two things I want you to think about today. The first one is this. The Word of God is the place to go for direction and answers and inspiration in your life. What this verse of Scripture has done for me this week, I can't explain it, but it's a good example. Psalms 23, 6 is my battle cry today. It's my new mission statement. That's what the Lord gave me to strengthen my faith and draw me near this week. And I know he has something powerful for you that he wants to share with you if you'll just open the book and look for it. And the second thing is this. You know, God loves us just the way we are. But he loves us too much to let us stay just the way we are. And that's why our journey is full of all these tests and trials and twists and turns. They're there to teach us. They're there to train us. They're there to strengthen our faith. And that's why it's so amazing to know that in any situation, no matter what comes, God's goodness and mercy is always there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197 or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. 847-312-8197 or Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.